I actually don't have that many things on the list, so. Well, without the uh, you know the the list of pardons coming through. Yeah, I kind of expected that today. Yeah, the Tiger King has a limousine ready and waiting to zoom him away from jail. <laughs> well, he is a national treasure now, right? Oh so. God, I can't believe he still has lawyers. We're down to fifty three thousand seconds. <laughs> <laughs> It's too big a number. Give me, give me minutes. I can't divide by 60. <laughs> 890? It's still too many. Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, January 19th, 2021. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and some religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on Patreon and chat with us directly while we record on Discord on Tuesday nights, right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you can't do that, you could still post to our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. On this show, we'll be talking about uh, the outgoing president, I think, probably uh, primarily. Yeah, let's not pass this momentous moment up here. This yeah, is the that might last be it. <laughs> like, there's not a whole lot more. I think there's there's nothing else going on, right? Like, No, I'm just saying this is the last show we're ever going to do with Donald Trump as president. That yeah. is true. You know, I'm going to pour well, one out for my until, homie. Until four years from now. I mean. He, no way is he run again. No way. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I'll take a bet with you, but we're not going to be able to collect it until four years from now. <laughs> so I do. Uh, Jeff has been sharing, I think, uh, I think everywhere on his Facebook page. And uh, there's a, we have a countdown. Anyone who listen. <laughs> right. We have a, a web page that is the countdown and time left until Trump leaves office. We are currently at 53,135 seconds. So, which is 14 hours, 45 minutes and 30 seconds now. But um, yeah, it's coming close and it just, it can't be quick enough. Is he leaving the White House? Does the... He doesn't leave the White House tonight, does he? No, he's leaving tomorrow at eight a.m. Oh, okay. well, I think I think he's well. His special military send-off that he is manufacturing for himself is at eight a.m. down in uh, was it? I forget what the it's the, Andrews, the, isn't it? Isn't Andrews, it the, Air, the, the, yeah, I think yeah, so. Shared right. Andrews Air Base, yeah. But he's invited tr- tons of people to who you know who Wait, aren't coming. Be him and they aren't him in the my pillow guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, your P- Pence isn't going for the send-off. Yeah. So, Jesus. and the reason that Pence's people said he's not going is because, well, he's got this other thing to do. You know, the <laughs> inauguration of Joe Biden. Yeah, maybe you should have called him a pussy on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I believe he did. All right. So the first thing I've got is a follow up. Um, we had talked before about BuzzFeed purchasing Huffington Post. And my first link is from Huffington Post. And it is photoshopped pictures of Trump team members crying. So they took pictures of Trump team members and photoshopped tears on them. And they say that it's oddly satisfying. This is the type of shit that I expected when BuzzFeed purchased Huffington Post. Now we're seeing this crap on Huffington Post. Wow. Oh, man. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay, I mean, no, it, I'm, I'm getting a no-fly list article here. Where's the yeah. tears? <laughs> oh, really? It's not yeah. working for you guys? Uh-uh. I get a... Yeah, Delta puts Trump supporters who harassed Mitt Romney and Lindsey Graham on a no-fly list. Oh, interesting. I mean, that's fine. That's a good article, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's very weird. I don't know why you're not getting that. So, wait, is there going to be, like, questionnaires like, are you a Mitt Romney or a Lindsey Graham? Answer these five questions. <laughs> <laughs> I... Yeah, probably. What type of traitor are you? <laughs> Fill out this quick survey to find out. Yeah. <laughs> Which AG do you most identify with? Jeff Sessions or Bill Barr? <laughs> do you like ripping kids away from their parents? <laughs> oh, I took the quiz and I got beta cuck. <laughs> do you prefer to be called Lady G? <laughs> so I posted one of the images to Discord so you can get an idea of what it's like. But they're really awfully photoshopped. It, when you get to uh, Stephen Miller, Stephen Miller with red eyes and tears coming down, it's it's just so incredibly fake. I just I can't even stand it. Like it's. All right, I don't know if that picture that is okay. Yeah, you posted that picture. That looks like somebody ejaculated in Mick Mulvaney's eyes. <laughs> like, like I said, it's not good Photoshop. Yeah. Wow. Uh, not exactly the quality stuff that I would expect on Huffington Post. So no. Wow. The bar has been lowered. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to give him a little bit of shit because... What are you thinking? Yeah. Ariana, come on. <laughs> uh, and I threw this next thing on from the Huffington Post just because I, I thought it was amusing. New York City bus left dangling from overpass after it <laughs> crashed. It's it's hanging off the overpass. Some of it's still up there. Some of it's hanging down. And I just wanted to say, still, no Superman. I mean, this <laughs> is a perfect Superman moment, right? Come in, yeah. save the day. No. I'm very confused. Does Superman actually exist? What's going on? <laughs> Are you pretending that Superman is God? Why didn't God save them? <laughs> I'm I'm going to go with either one of those possibilities. Okay. Where are you going with this bit? Tell us. <laughs> we want to go with you. Unfortunately, that was it. The bu- it's, it's a perfect situation that you would see in a movie with the bus hanging off the overpass and uh, no superhero true. to be found. So if you were wondering if superheroes existed, they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> right, right. Like, Trump is not a superhero. To... No, I saw him running across the bridge with his arm. He flexed his arms and his suit busted open. And he had a big <laughs> row of bullets on, on a bandolier. And he pushed that bus with his shoulder. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he's a tough guy. So this Toughest is the conversation ever. that we were started having before we started recording about the whole flags with him dressed up as Rambo on their flag. Like, I... Do they actually think he's tough in some way? Yes. Like he's, yeah, he's rude to people and he curses a lot. Do you think that equates to toughness? Right. Mm. Has he ever been in a fight? Ever? <laughs> no. That no. was, yeah. I mean, again, I will always miss our favorite game. What do you think Donald Trump has done? Has he done blank? <laughs> like, has, has he, he washed a dish? Has he been in a fight? <laughs> no, no. Has he been punched by his father in the face? Yes. <laughs> no, I doubt he got punched, but I bet you Fred Trump was a slapper. Mm, sure. To really degrade you. <laughs> I mean, there's 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 a lot of damage done early on that individual. So yeah, make it, make him wear a girl's dress around the house for an hour or so when he does something and he cries. <laughs> Sorry, it's super funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you think? And I was just thinking about this the other day because uh, shit, I didn't know Joe Biden had a daughter that was alive, but I found out he does. And they were, and one of the Bush hmm. twins was interviewing her on some news show, and I was like, she was talking about Joe and the grandkids, and I'm like, 
You think Trump has even ever spoken to any of his grandkids? Uh, only to no? garner their praise. But I mean, talk like they're like toddlers. Like, what do you th- do? You think he's like just been in a room with them and been like, "Oh, okay." Like, but do you think he's actually like, "Hi, I'm Grandpa Donald." <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sure him your under parents the chin? have told you about me. I am the President of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> it's immediately got to switch attention to him, no matter what it is. So, mm. we didn't play a part in his own children's lives until they were of age to, you know, actually be useful to him. So. They were you know, the the mother's responsibility, and you let, you let me know when they turn eighteen, and I can put them to work. Then I'll I'll take over from there. Yeah. So you think like these kids like grow up, and they're just like like there's got to be some who realize their grandfather and be like, why do we never talk to Grandpa Don? <laughs> <laughs> or well, because your other grandpa's in fucking prison, but he just got pardoned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's been out of prison forever. I know. He, he's, he's white cl- white collar. He didn't do that much time. The joke's funnier if he's still in prison. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> All right, I do want to talk about, uh, to continue, I guess, talking about uh, January 6th and what happened. Um, this article on Salon, I think, captures a lot of, of what I, where I am. Uh, it talks about one big mystery. Why was the Capitol left unguarded? Mm. We have several hypotheses. We, we, we have several ideas as to why people were not equipped correctly. They were ordered to not shoot, you know, but... The real big question still there, why? What was the emphasis? Did this come from the administration? Did it come from people who, you know, corrupt people in the police who were behind the whole QAnon theories? Like, well, as with many things, it'll be a, probably a number of different things. I think the Capitol Police were overly confident in their abilities. I think that they weren't provided support because of optics. They weren't provided support because people were hoping that they would break in. I mean, they weren't provided support because people intended to do what these people tried to do. So you think it's more of a, instead of it being a conspiracy, it's more of just a conglomeration of of things that that piled onto each other. Yes. That's usually how life works. It's very infrequent that you can boil it down to one big, you know, conspiracy yeah i mean i could be wrong but i really had thought i had chalked this up to people going there's no way this is gonna happen mm. it's never happened before why would we think it would happen this time Yeah, kind of deal and like yeah they're gonna go and they're gonna wave their flags in front of the Capitol, but they're not gonna like they're not going into the building oh they are going into the building okay mm. uh <laughs> i don't know though see i'm really i'm a, a little confused by a few factors in that in like when some of the doors were just opened for them why would you why would the police who were inside have opened the doors to allow them in? Um, the way that they just backed off in some areas and didn't really confront them. Um, a couple of the police who were just, like I said, let them pass. Well, there was I ran into one video. Was, there was a p- single police officer who was in the, the well of the Senate, I think it was. And there was a whole bunch of protesters there. And one of the protesters turned to the cop and says, aren't you supposed to stop us? And the cop goes, one, two, three, four, five, pointing at them, points at himself and says, one. I'm just trying to. Oh yeah, that, yeah. They were just chilling in the Senate floor, and yeah. uh, he even asked one of them if they were all hurt. Right. Well, the one guy had a had some kind of plastic pellet embedded in his face, so yeah. yeah he got shot with something. And but even still, again, when you when you think about BLM and how they would have reacted, he's like, "Excuse mm. me, white sir, are you, do you need medical help? No, no, no. Could you guys leave?" He was asking very so sweetly. Right. Do you, do you guys mind leaving? Like, this is a really sacred room. And he's like, oh, no, 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 don't sit in that seat. And the child's like, I'm sitting in this fucking seat. Yeah. Mike Pence is a fucking traitor. Mm. And he's like, okay, okay. 
And yeah, and then one of them's like, should you be stopping us? And he's like, eh, eh. Kind of outnumbered. <laughs> Defined should be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, were did they open the doors because people were being crushed up against them and they wanted to, you know, save those people's lives? Who knows? I don't know. One of, the, uh, one of the parlor videos I saw, they were hitting on a door and then suddenly it just opened from the inside. Hmm. <laughs> Do I believe that some of the Capitol Police were on their side? Yeah. I think so, all of it is partially true. I don't have an article for it, but I did hear, I think I heard this from Karen, um, that <laughs> earlier today, two of the National Guard were, what were they, sent home or they were they were relieved yes. because they didn't pass the background check? It's up to 12 now. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, I mean, they are vetting them now. Yeah. Well, I think they always vet them. They're just looking again because, I mean, how many people do you know that were turned to the craziness in the past couple of years? So they might have been fine the last time they did a background check, which is four years ago. But now, whoo, Looney Tunes. Yeah. So check them again. All former Obama voters. Yeah, weirdly. So I have a few articles on the role of Christianity, uh, starting with uh, Jack Jenkins' post who, that said um, it's on uh, – several of these are on the Religion News Service. He said, while not all, all participants were Christian, their rhetoric often – reflected an aggressive, charismatic, and hyper-masculine form of Christian nationalism, a fusion of God and country that has lashed together disparate pieces of Donald Trump's religious base. And so with the articles put together, the second article is the idea that Trump is God chosen, God's chosen candidate. We've talked about this before, that people say that you know God put Trump there. Mm-hmm. And then you combine that with QAnon, This is from uh, one of the articles, again, the third article on the list, is just – QAnon is just a satanic panic all over again. It's very, very much based on this idea that Trump is a man of God. He's engaged in a holy war with a sinister Satan-worshipping cabal of Democrats and other liberals, the media, Hollywood, etc. So the final article is a question. How do you – how do we live and continue to work with – these people who see life as a cosmic war, which mm. is, I mean, that is a lot of the Christian dogma is you are in the fight of good versus evil. And when you have these crazies in QAnon saying the evil are the, the liberals, I mean, how, I don't know. I, They're so easily swayed. Can we just tell them that God now chose Biden? Yeah. Well, That's the part I don't, that, I mean, and again, I understand what you're saying. The question is, how do we live with them? But I'm also like, why do they believe him? Other than saying that he's a man of God and that he reads the Bible and he loves two Corinthians, hmm. like Donald Trump has done zero to fucking show that he's a religious. I don't think he went to church w- once, like unless it was some kind of event, right? Right. So why do they believe that he's a man of God and that God chose him? Because they've been he's they've been told that by the their preferred media provider. They've been told that by their neighbors. They've been told that by their pastors. I guess so. I mean, I always equate it to. Uh, you guys remember uh, Revenge of the Sith, the, <laughs> sure. the third prequel movie, when yes. when uh, the Emperor gets all fucking monster mashed up, his face is all fucked up, and he walks into the set and he's like, the Jedi did this, <laughs> and they're bad, and they're trying to overtake the Senate, and no one goes, you got any proof, monster mash? <laughs> like, looking at his face? Now they all take it on work. It's like that. It's like, I'm a man of God. Well, he must be chosen by God. He's a man of God. So I don't remember the name of the book, but it reminds me of uh, the one Sam Harris book he co-wrote with uh, another author that I, I – again, I can't remember. don't have in front of me. can't remember his name. But uh, the idea of the book is that you take a group of people who feel disenfranchised, who are you know down, and they 
are you know down on their luck and their their things aren't Desperate. going their way and then you give them something to fight for you give them some information and you then coerce them and give them whatever you want whether it be lies or misinformation and you can make them do anything and it's a, a way of generating and making uh, a person into a terrorist and sure. it, it fits here completely the these these trumpers are the isis of the united states or cult members however it, it's the same Mind control. I mean, it, it's. I think a lot of it is some brain chemistry too, though. They they do report these people are more apt to believe that there's people out to get them. They're more mm. prone to violence, and they're definitely more prone to being religious. <laughs> mm. Yeah, the amount of religious iconography and the number of prayers. I scrubbed through a whole bunch of videos that um, were scraped off of Parlor, and the number of times I saw people, you know, falling to their knees and and praying is frightening because it, it it means that it, it's deeply embedded in you know the the essence of who they are as people individually that they're trump supporters how do, how do you get them out of that i really think we're starting to diverge here as a mm. species mm. <laughs> <laughs> like i'm talking on a purely scientific level <laughs> like take the take that fucking QAnon shaman and do a cat scan on him and do a cat scan on bernie sanders mm. and just compare their brains because there is definitely something going on here. I have also been taking some super deep dives on <laughs> on evolution of man documentaries, and like, listen, we, you know, we're we're a small part of that line right now. Shit could be splitting. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I mean, do you think there's any scientific basis for that? I think there's a scientific basis for um, great variation in individuals. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely a, a people, and it, is it an, an, an inheritable? Very possible. I think I, there's I think a def definitely a scientific reasoning behind the idea that I need to believe in something more powerful than myself. Mm -hmm. um, I need to have somebody over me telling me what is right and what is wrong. I, I can't have the responsibility of subjective moralism i i need objective i need something that's outside of me to tell me what's right mm. and wrong i think i think that is inherent in a lot of people well jeff said it's not a new species but i'm saying like this might be like where things start to split you know i mean i mean listen i mean try to do a little mind experiment take a hundred progressive d democrat people and a hundred trump supporters and stick them both on empty planets where they can start their own civilization and go visit them in a thousand years. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. Slightly different outcomes, probably. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I would. I mean, listen, these are things that we could never do, but I'd love to. <laughs> well, <I> mean, <laughs> you, you look at shows like um, The Walking Dead, and they kind of wander down that path, too. There were some societies that formed based on egalitarian, and they're, you know, they're growing crops. And they're hunting and they're fishing and they're working together and everybody has a job that fits them. And the other side of the tracks is this horrific, you know, warscape of the strongest survive and the weakest are subjugated. So, I mean, yes, it exists. Uh, th this you know, uh, that was, you know, Walking Dead when it didn't suck horribly. But um, even then, it still didn't actually exist. But go on. Yeah, but, I, I think, <laughs> but I think that these themes of there are people that will take advantage and people that don't take advantage and who help each other. Yeah, certainly that exists. Right. right. And I Jeff saying that there's not a DNA genetic difference yeah. yet. But 
if there is something part of their brain, like there's, you know, they did that study where they said the, what was it, the amygdala or something was a little bit larger in most GOPers, which gives them a propensity for fear. And, Fight or flight. Yeah. yeah, tribalism. It Like, these are the things. Like, again, there are people out there and, you know, I understand some of it is, you know, where you were raised and where you grew up, but who are just always looking for angles. And there are others whose instinct is to just to help people. Right. Well, is it nature or nurture, though? Maybe they are the way they are because of the way they were raised. They weren't raised. Well, I mean, if you you took someone, I think if you took the most genetically disposed person to do the most good and still raise them in a shitty household. They'd be a shitty person. They'd probably wind up being a shitty person. There's no, (laughs) you know. I don't know. I think genetics plays a larger role than you're giving it credit for, but I, I hear you. I think there's a reason why every time we end this show, we learn about a new scam, and you and I are the first to say, why didn't we think of that? Because we're not monsters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because our daily routine doesn't involve waking up and going, how can I scam other people out of their money mm-hmm. rather than earn it myself? Yeah. You got to always hustle. <laughs> <laughs> and again, the same thing is, it's like, you know, you get into a situation where, you know, say you take these hundred, my, my figment and hundred people who are living on different planets. And uh, someone gets hurt on truck planet, people start calculating, oh, this is a way for me to move up. <laughs> right? right? Whereas in the other planet, they might go, okay, we got to figure out a way to help this person. Right. You know? You seem to know a lot about plants. How about you be in charge of all the plant rearing, you know? <laughs> yeah, the other people are like, well, if you want to eat, go out and hunt, asshole. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat my food. <laughs> we survive by taking things from other people. And I only say this because as I'm watching these things, I'm learning, like, the different species of humans that are out there, a lot of them acted differently in certain ways. Some of them were work collectively. Some of them have that, you know, alpha male, which isn't a thing, I know, but, mm-hmm. you know, where you have to constantly fight for females and other ones that are monogamous and work together. And it seems that the ones that work together, that weren't constantly fighting to get laid, were the <laughs> ones that survived more, <laughs> you know, because you're not spending a lot of energy on all that having to, you know, Connive. stay on top of the pile all the time. You know, it's a constant struggle. You don't have time to think about how to build a fucking hammer because you're more worried about getting killed in the middle of the night. <laughs> right. And when you look at countries where, um, you know, gonna, they're wandering into the socialist and yeah, they're more egalitarian societies. They're more equal. They're more um, caring about each other. That doesn't sound like a bad thing. No. I would be a little concerned about going down the path too far because you don't want to sure. like you don't want to do like commit in your mind and like an otherism like a you know well those people are just different from me and Mm. you know draw a line there well i'm not saying lesser or more than i'm just saying if there's a difference right like i'm just saying and and again the split that i would be talking about is something that we would never live this it's thousands and thousands of years in the future Mm. there's also a huge gray area in the republican party as noted in the next thing that I have, Ben Sass, a Republican senator, wrote an article in The Atlantic about how QAnon is destroying the GOP from within. The fact yeah. that he no longer feels comfortable having conversations with some of the other members of the Republican Party because they, they're just so far apart. So, I mean, we've talked about it several times on the show, the fact that, you know, will the, will the Republican Party survive this? Um, my, my hope is no. I hope the I mean, I saw something about Trump starting off a, uh, what did he call it? The Patriot Party. Patriot yeah. Party. I mean, Go for yeah, it. all the, the QAnonals will follow him, so. Yeah. I mean, Mitch McConnell's already trying to save the ship, so. Oh, yeah. It is the death of the If Donald Trump does that, you won't see Republicans anymore. It's going to be 
Patriot Party versus Democrats. Mm. Because the, all their voters are the QAnon crazies. Like 70% of them, yeah. Yeah, like, it's not, I mean, I don't care, I mean, listen, every one of those fuckers, except for the new ones that got voted in the Believe in Q, they're all just, again, like Ian said, trying to get to the top of the heap every day, so they'll do and say whatever they want. They don't actually believe that shit. The new ones do. So when, and all these voters go over to the Trump side, that's it, the whole Republican Party is fucking gutted, as far as voters go. Right. There'll be plenty of politicians on their side. Well, I think- Right, I mean, again, like Jeff pointed out, if they treat the- "Quote unquote imaginary patriot party," like they do every other third party, they'll never amount to anything. But that's just like the Green Party, mm. just like the Libertarians, so I just don't like th- every other third party. But if that party pulls enough of the Republicans away, it's going to have a severe impact as to whether the Republican Party continues. You're going to have, yeah, they'll struggle for sure. Yeah, mm. at least in the short term, we'll see. The oh, Republican see. Party seems awfully resilient. I don't know. No, that that's because they usually got these dummies to vote for them. Now, now it's like they, they've gotten a taste of what they really want with Donald. And if he goes and starts a new party, that's even if – I mean, 70s I, – I think it's higher than 70. But, like, even if they get 50% of the people who would normally vote Democrat to vote for whoever the new patriot candidate is, fucking Lynn Wood or fucking the My Pillow guy, whoever it is that they try to put in, <laughs> right? That's That guts them right there. But that's the uh, problem, that was- though, because no, yeah. nobody has the charisma of Trump for that – Correct. For those people. So but it's, if it's Trump, Trump backs that per- but if Trump backs that person and yeah. is out there, well, just like Trump's you- like, yeah, but that's the thing. Trump, I could easily see Trump going, oh, you want to run for president? Well, you need me, and I charge a million dollars a month to do this job of running around for you. Oh, yeah, he, lo- he would love to be kingmaker. But the problem is, though, people won't follow anybody else but him. Well, and he no, can't. It has to be Trump Jr. He can't be kingmaker. <laughs> If he's kingmaker, the king is in the spotlight. He has to be right. in the spotlight. Well, that's true. He you can guys, call himself emperor. <laughs> you guys are fucking crazy. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> All right? It's well, money over anything. And it keeps him in the spotlight. He'll be there all the time running his fucking mouth. But that's kind of what the Tea Party was originally. I remember where everybody said the Tea Party was going to be the far right party. And the Demo- and, sorry, the Republicans managed to pull them back in again. They absorbed them. To Although- some extent- most of those Tea Party people are the ones, like, Mike Pompeo was mm. considered the smartest Tea Party guy. Like, that, and, and then he went straight for Trump hook, line, and sinker. Mm. I'm, I mean, again, it's all speculation, but I think if that happens, Republican Party is gutted. I think and you go- will see the rise of a third party. Yeah, I, a, I, legit, I, a legit one. Yeah, the GOP is going to be in trouble for a couple of years, I mean, no matter how you slice it. Because they are divided. Because if they're, if they're not, we still have – I mean, just this last Friday, you mentioned uh, the, the my pillow guy, Mike Lindell. Hmm. The, he was just at the White House, met with the president for a short period of time, which is kind of a funny story in and of itself. But oh, it's a <laughs> hilarious story. <laughs> one, of the, uh, one of the photographers got a shot of, what, of the papers that he was carrying. And once again, he was carrying papers suggesting to the current president to declare martial law. So, I, I mean, there's a ton of restrictions. There's a ton of things going on in the country to keep people safe tomorrow. And I just – they've also – the fact that they've lost their, their leader on Twitter, they've lost Parler. Well, mostly. Parler is kind of back, but uh, it's being run uh-huh. by a Russian uh, tech group. So Yeah, I didn't think actually Parler back. I thought their, their splash screen was back basically, so their homepage is there, but that's about it. Yeah, I didn't check and see how much of it was back. 
But uh, I mean, this this my pillow guy, he's still pushing this thing. Now, <laughs> the story was he went from like Trump let him in the White House and then he went from like person to person trying to push his propaganda and eventually got like thrown out, not thrown out, but thrown out of office and then thrown out of another office and then told, well, you need to speak with these people. And it was all just, you know, conspiracy talk. So everybody's just pushing him well, they, off. They, yeah, they kept passing him off because nobody really wanted to talk to him. Which that's hilarious. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, even Trump was like, Ugh, if you got information about the like, go ahead, take it to my White House counsel. And then White <laughs> House counsel was like, Oh, you gotta take it to so and so. And then I heard he yelled at somebody's assistant and then that person wouldn't talk to him again until he apologized to the assistant. Right. And it's just like, what do you why do you even let him in? Just How do you get in the White House? <laughs> like it's I mean, that's the thing, is that a lot of these QAnon people, some that I know, still think Trump's gonna be president. Right. Tomorrow. We are we are less than twenty four hours away. <laughs> and the, and it's you just wait. Just fucking wait. <laughs> like, wow. Okay. And to be clear, we're less than fifteen hours away at this point, so Yeah. Keep waiting, guys. Uh, I'm still curious also to hear about what's going to happen to people like uh Ted Cruz and Howley and the other idiots Nothing. that supported this whole thing. Um not Bober. to mention yeah. the representatives who like the day before showed people around the Capitol, uh, gave them a personal tour of, here, you'll be rioting in this room tomorrow. Mm. All of that. I mean, there's been some moves to reprimand the Republicans, but I have, okay, when's that going to happen? After tomorrow, I imagine. <laughs> I mean, after tomorrow, I mean, again, I don't know if you saw the new head of the uh, intelligence service, the woman, I forget her, I don't even know her name, some woman that Biden's installing. And they're like, I'm just... Kind of glad that, like, there's going to be heads of these departments that are not politically motivated anymore. Right. And and might just be like, a crime was committed, here's the deal, you know? And we won't have an AG, like, meddling in sh- You know what I'm saying? Like, Competent so people again. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think anything's going to happen to Ted Cruz or Joss Hawley. I don't know if these companies that said that they're not giving the money anymore is going to stick, but... I mean, they've lost, what, 20 out of 30 of their biggest donors. Will they wander back over time? A few will. But I mean, for now, they're hurting. Yeah. The, the, I don't know if you saw Lindsey Graham come out and be like pleading with Biden not to impeach or to remove Donald Trump or have the trial because it'll make him look like the weakest person in the country. <laughs> this out of the mouth of the of the walking definition of a cuck, yeah. which was unbelievable. I don't know. I mean, I was talking to somebody the other day and they were like, I really hope that this reach across the aisle shit with Biden is not really going to happen. Like, I hope he's just saying that and not actually planning on doing it because- I would really like them to start jamming shit through for the next two years as much as they can. Well, there has to be accountability for laws broken. And for those that didn't break laws, sure, we can, you know, come to some compromise and reach across the aisle. But we need accountability first, because this shit is broken. I mean, if it were me, and I would be like, okay, whoever my attorney general is, get on this shit. Uh, this one who was, you mm. know, the Bobert who was giving tours and telling she, people where Nancy Pelosi is. <laughs> yeah, she told she, she she tweeted out Nancy Pelosi has left the the floor. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> There's the other one that's bringing a gun in now and and won't go through the metal detector for some that's reason. Bobert again. Oh, that's Bobert. I thought that I was a so. different one. No. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it's the same same woman. And yeah, I, I've I've seen several memes about that. If you're Bringing a gun onto the uh, the Congress floor 
but you're not willing to wear a mask to uh, protect your uh, colleagues, you're not bringing a gun in to protect anyone. You're bringing a gun in because you want to shoot someone. Right. Yeah. It's to intimidate people. Right. Yep. It's not to protect herself. The same thing. Yeah. And again, how can these Republicans be like, well, if you want to stop school shootings, make all the kids walk through a metal detector. Great. Could you guys walk through a metal detector? No, <laughs> we're not doing that. That's outrageous. Yeah. But that's the thing I don't get. Like, she obviously is allowed to carry the gun in there, right? Actually, she's, so she's not there. now. Capitol Police said, all right, we're not going to do this anymore. But they put up- Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to get to that part. Okay. But, like, yeah. if, you're, if you're allowed to, what does it matter if you go through the fucking metal detector? Mm. Is, she, is she hiding bombs, too? Like, <laughs> what? She, she set off the metal detector and refused to allow them to search her purse. The balls on this bitch. She's just a fucking- yeah. how does that a, a work? Representative. Junior. Yeah. Even a senator. Yeah. The uh the alarm goes off. Hey, the alarm's going off. Too bad. Yeah. I don't think refuse is an option there, miss. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> well, she's also not the brightest person in the world. She did wear a mask when she was speaking on the floor <laughs> that said censored on it while she's on TV speaking at the, on the floor of the house. Like. <laughs> not being censored in any way. Right. No. <laughs> <sighs> well, she can't post on Parlor anymore. <laughs> she being censored that way. Oh, that might have been Marjorie Taylor Greene. She had so- she had something on her mask though that was equally pithy. <laughs> oh, that might have been. Yeah, I, the yeah. two of them are. They're both QAnon. They're interchangeable believers, yeah. And, and yeah, in my mind, I do. I probably interchange them too much. Uh, but no fear about uh, what's going to happen in the country, though. The Project Blitz has updated some of their information, and they are getting ready to just move on with uh, the Supreme Court the way it is, uh, heavily stacked conservatives. So uh, we will still have plenty to talk about. Just oh, sure. I have no imagine. Yeah. yeah. I am shocked that no one else resigned before Trump went out of office. <laughs> you mean in his cabinet? No, in the in the Supreme Court. Oh. Like, yeah. like Clarence Thomas or so, just Just to get one more in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one more oh, young person. Oh, yeah, to replace the old person. That makes sense. He didn't have anything on him. <laughs> Couldn't push him out. Well, yeah, but uh, from didn't I heard that his wife, Clarence Thomas's wife, had something a lot to do with busing a lot of these people to the Capitol on the sixth, didn't she? Yeah, I heard about that too. I didn't. I didn't have a source for it though. So you know, you know, he's a loyalist, Ginny. Yeah. So I'm just shocked that you know, like get a get a young guy in here for me. I'm out. God, I hope some of those guys die. <laughs> <laughs> just say hey. Oh, our fact checker Jeff says nope. That was a that was not true. Ginny Thomas did not have a bunch of buses sent to the Capitol. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. He Wait, can who, live. Whose death are we rooting for? <laughs> I'm rooting for Republican uh, or conservative judges on the Supreme Court to die while Biden's in office. Oh. All right. I'll support. I'll back you on that. Natural causes. They're all, they're old fucks. No. Nope. I, doesn't I, have I, to be the old ones. Yeah. I don't care how it happens. All right. Yep. If Kavanaugh and uh, Barrett or whatever her name is. Yeah, it's Barrett, isn't yeah, it? Mm-hmm. Amy yeah, Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah. 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 If they're out having an afternoon tea and someone careens off the road and hits their cafe table and kills both of them, that's that's just bad luck. I that, picture that them happened. both having a road trip together out on the desert in Nevada heading towards Vegas and a, something might crash into them. <laughs> they got to be careful. That's backcountry. I don't like to imagine them being like road trip buddies. That's too much. <laughs> that is too much. <laughs> so while we're talking about the Supreme Court- uh, they did mm. come to the conclusion, six to three, that uh, women must obtain abortion pill in person even during the pandemic. 
They cannot pick it up or, you know, they, they have to be in person. They, it can't be delivered right. to them. No other drugs have these restrictions. Requirements, yeah. But if you want an abortion pill drug, then you have to do it in person. I just don't. And the reasoning, they didn't give any reasoning? Not that I see. <laughs> <laughs> because we don't yeah, want you the to idea take that them. It, that it create, yeah, the idea that it creates an undue burden on people anymore for this particular drug is simply not the case. Right. According there to the go. Supreme Court. So the, the, the what they ruled on was the, the argument was that because of the pandemic, it was an undue burden to have to go and do it in person. And they said, no, it's not. <laughs> so they didn't have to rule that they were against abortion or anything. They just had to say that picking up the pills in person is not an undue burden due to the 400,000 dead from this uh, mm-hmm. from this virus. Yeah. Unbelievable. And that's uh, so that things like that are why Project Blitz isn't going away mm. anytime soon. It's a very narrow win, but it's an annoying one. Yeah. Uh, another story which isn't really loading for me, but uh, in theory, it's on the uh, Huffington Post. They did end um, a woman's life during the uh, the last week. Oh here. yeah, the the uh, death row people that that Trump is thrilled to have executed. Yeah. Oh. This is disturbing. Everything about yeah, the, this. The mentally challenged woman that he had put to death? Well, not even the mentally challenged woman. The amount of federal executions that went down under Trump, like, pr- like the number is so high, and that prior to this, it's been like three since like 1983, or some weird stat. Yeah. And that Trump's like done like 15 or 16. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he just can't wait to kill a dude on death row. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to see what the numbers were, but you you are correct in that. I don't have the direct numbers in front of me though. But yeah, she the, her whole story is disturbing and just gruesome. Um, so I'm not going to I'm not going to make the argument that she shouldn't been put to death because that's just that's too difficult. That's a long drawn out argument. But the fact that yeah, they're just enthusiastically executing as many people as possible before he gets out of office. That's just disturbing in and of itself. But the so, pro-life, they're not awfully, you know, pro-death. Yeah, pro-life only exists until the person's born. And yeah. then, fuck them. Right, there you go. See, he's just trying to catch up. Because hmm. there haven't been any federal executions in the last 17 years. So he wants to try to get 17 in in one year to make up for... <laughs> well, he's up yeah. to 13, according to uh, our fact checker here, so... Well, he needs a mass execution to round things up. Yeah. I mean, and to be clear, I mean, Timothy McVeigh was one of the ones in the last batch... That seems reasonable. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yay. quite a while ago. Oh, I guess we should forget everything he's done. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, he's bloodthirsty. Yeah. I mean, on the upside, Trump did manage to kill about 400,000 U.S. citizens with COVID-19. Yeah, so 13 more. <laughs> yeah, and what about all those, uh... God, I can't remember who our allies was when he pulled out of that thing. Was it the Sunnis? Oh. Uh, I know sure, it's hard sure. to keep keep it... Yeah, it is. Pulled out. He pulled our troops out of some country, and the, we the Kurds. The Kurds. That's right. Oh. Yeah. 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 How many of them died? Untold numbers. Yeah. Yeah, because we just moved on to the next thing, and nobody remembers. Yeah, the Kurds are constantly getting shit on by this country. They they get support, a minuscule amount of support, fight for hell against our enemies, and then for some reason or another, the U.S. pulls all the support, and they just end up getting fucked over again. I. Yeah, one of the, the one of the things that uh, Hitchens would regularly talk about is the uh, the fact that the the Kurdish people should be 
one of our main allies. They should be recognized as a group. They should have their own state, but nobody's willing to do uh, to make that happen. Mm. Uh, since we were starting to talk about the coronavirus a little bit, looks like the new record from last Tuesday is still holding strong. It hasn't continued to go up, so that's good. I think it was it was over 4,400 people died in one day. I think it was something like 4,412, somewhere in that range. Well, the bump from the holidays is over now. Now we'll just continue on our slow rise. Right. And one other thing that uh, I did want to throw out that I saw, strangely enough, right before we went to go shopping, uh, <laughs> B117 variant of the coronavirus had prompted uh, Vox to put out an article about, hey, maybe you should stop going to the grocery store. Um, the B117 is, uh, they say, 50 to 70 percent more transmissible than the previous uh, variants of the virus, which is, as uh, this has been an incredibly transmissible virus, uh, 50 to 70 percent more likely to be transmitted. That's, uh, that's a pretty dangerous, pretty, pretty bad. Um, and the, because we don't do genetic analysis of samples that we take in this country, it's probably here. We just don't know it. Well, it has been identified, I thought, in a couple a couple spots. Yeah. Spots. I saw it, Matt, today. It looks like we got a couple of our own new variants. Mm. Well, I mean, viruses evolve incredibly fast, so that wouldn't surprise me at all. I am so getting this. <laughs> I know it, man. Yeah. Well, keep fighting it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put on a third mask if I have to. <laughs> um, I don't know if anybody else has any coronavirus information. Not a whole lot going. I, 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 I hear mid-February we're, we should hit 500,000 dead. That was, uh, I, I did see that estimate. And at 4,000 a day, yeah. Yeah. Remember when it was going to magically disappear after the election? <laughs> <laughs> I remember when that falsehood was said, yes. Yeah. So you think Biden can pull it out? I mean, he, his moves, what he's doing, will make a difference. I think. Yeah, there's a lot that we need to undo. Yeah, with the, with what well, with the virus and all kinds of different things. But yeah, it's way too prevalent. I mean, the only thing we can really do at this point is get as many vaccines vaccines into people's arms as possible. That's going to be the major thing. Ugh. Why is it so slow again? I don't know. Didn't Trump just forget to buy more? Yeah, I don't know. Why don't I have a vaccine yet? Well, I mean, there's several reasons, but one of the big ones that we found out this last week was that, mm. yeah, the the administration, Trump administration, was like, well, we have this reserve, and we're you know we're working on getting it out, and people were like, what do you mean you're working on it? Like, people need it now. Let's get it out there. And then like a day later, they went, oh yeah, we lied. That's no reserve. We didn't buy any of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, Pfizer offered. Pfizer was turned down twice by the Trump administration. They're like, "All right, we we can sell you some more. You ready?" And Trump's administration went, "No, nah, I think we're I think we're good. I got mine. We're good." <laughs> yeah, not to mention it's up to each state to figure out how they're going to do it, and they have to wait on the feds to send it to them. Right, and there's no guidance. Which, yeah, and that's what New York is like trying to go straight to Pfizer mm. and just buy it from them. I mean, I don't even fully understand when I'm supposed to get mine. I just know I'm at the bottom of the fucking list. Mm. <laughs> I'm I'm right there too. Yeah, I imagine all four of us are. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. And Biden's taking away our health secretary. So who knows when we're going to get it? <laughs> well, well, part of the problem with the, with the distribution was the, the federal government said, we're going to send you $2 million. 
And then the next week they'd say, well, it's got, well, it's been a problem. It's only going to be 1 million. Then the week after that would say, oh, it's going to be 4 million. And so the states are like trying to plan to distribute 2 million, then 1 million, then 4 million. And then they'd get 500,000. And they're like, fuck. <laughs> so this is all federally instigated nonsense. So hopefully that will start smoothing out a little bit. We're going to send you 2 million. It will be there on Friday. All right. We'll be ready for it. And then Florida was like, also, we're doing first come, first serve status here. <laughs> yeah, get in line. <laughs> I've seen two. The scams are already starting. Oh, yeah. It's unbelievable what people will do to get a buck in this country. Just scamming old people. Yeah. Just disgusting. Hey, speaking of scams, I want to move on to the next story. <laughs> nice. Mm, sounds um, like so a scam. A Texas pastor <laughs> was just uh, sentenced... $3.5 million uh, he is supposed to uh, to pay back in restitution. $3.588 million in restitution in, on top of a $125,000 fine. Uh, he was mi- uh, facing a million-dollar fine and 30 years in prison. Oh. Um, What'd he do? Uh, so he cheated people. He was He committed fraud on a incredibly high level. Just, I, I don't know how many people he committed fraud against. Like, it's it's hard to even – I don't even know if they know. Um, so this guy, this pastor, he just happened to also be the spiritual advisor to one George W. Bush while he was president. <laughs> so that's one. Tra- that's the one tradition Trump kept, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so not only does he have to pay that money, but he's been sentenced to six years in prison. And his whole his whole thing is – I was scammed too. It wasn't me. They scammed me along with everybody else. That was his. What is the scam that he? What is the scam that he ran though? Uh, so I, I'm not exactly sure of the details, but I don't, I don't remember what the. I, I don't see what the actual scam was. I don't know what he was telling people. He, he God it, loves you. Give me money. <laughs> scam done. <laughs> well, he used his influence to acquire three and a half million dollars in investments for historical Chinese bonds that had no real value. Oh, there you that go. was what he was scammed with. Oh, and he told his investors to – they could see returns that were 15 times higher than that, what they were investing, despite knowing that that wasn't true. Wait, he's a pastor and he had investors? Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's usually fuck? a sign. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So it was a pyramid scheme. He'd take people's money, buy junk bonds. Wow. I spoke to God mm-hmm. and my investors last night. They said 15%. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly, members of his church are uh, leading a, uh, you know, trying to get him, trying to get the verdict overturned, trying to uh, to make sure that he doesn't actually do jail time. Um, Apparently, they believe in him like the other people believe in Trump. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy. What do you, what do you got to do to have someone turn on you? I don't know. Once you once you get them believing and focused on the idea that, you know, God is behind me, then, yeah, you can do just about anything. So it's cult, religion, and I still classify them as slightly different, and charismatic political leaders. Well, what's the difference between a cult and religion? A cult doesn't have any political influence. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but they, they have charismatic leaders that um, hold people in sway, and people are not- I don't not- know. I feel like- Everybody who commits a crime, someone starts a fucking GoFundMe for them. Mm. Or Ricky Schroeder will show up and bail you out of jail. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it, Rick Schroeder. (laughs) Part of the same cult? Yeah, you see him partying with the... First of all, are you allowed to drink in the state that this kid lives in? Because I keep seeing him at bars. 
that Kyle Rittenhouse. He's isn't sixteen. He like Seventeen. Yeah. He, no, he's he's a teenager. I mean, he might be eighteen now, but still, you, no, you yeah, cannot drink until you're twenty-one in this country. I see him partying in bars with Proud Boys all the time. Yep, firing off the white power sign. And- <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, so his mom takes him. <laughs> is he allowed to drink? A B or, or is he maybe. just allowed to be in the? <laughs> yep, and yep. Wow, my mom sucks. <laughs> you're not in Wisconsin. <laughs> Oh, I'm dude, dude. If it's illegal in Wisconsin, I, oh, you wait. I forgot PA. The one thing we're not loose about is booze. Right? No, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, we're loose about everything else. But <laughs> I just looked it up. Five states have no such limitations that you can uh, drink before you're 21. Hmm. Which you have to be I, with a parent. I'm. I well, I'm sure each state is you know mm. different in their well, laws. But I'm also I'm curious about uh, Louisiana because I know it used to be you could drink in uh, New Orleans if you were. Uh, 18. Military. Well, I you, thought it was. I thought military usually got dispensation. If you can die for your country, we can give you a beer. <laughs> not a lot of states. Mm, well, not Pennsylvania, as we previously stated, but yeah. And I know not in Ohio. <laughs> mm. So I wanted to talk a little bit. We were talking about uh, the churches, and uh, I wanted to talk about this Catholic diocese in uh, upstate New York. Cardinal Timothy Dolan, um, leader of the diocese in New York, introduced. The Independent Reconciliation and Compensation Program, um, this is to compensate victims of sexual abuse by clergy. But before you get the idea that uh, the Cardinal had the children's well-being in, 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 what, in his mind, uh, no, definitely not. He is trying to fight against the Child Victims Act, which was... Uh, I don't know. I don't know where the Child Victims Act is, but he's trying to fight against it. And in doing so, he is trying to promote an alternative act that would grant victims like a tenth of the amount of money that the Child Victims Act would. Um, so, yeah, the, the Catholic Church is doing their best to restrict the amount of money that the church would have to give children who have been raped under their supervision. <laughs> Fucking ass. I mean, like... God is good. God is good. Again, it's not surprising because we've had so many stories about the Catholic Church and how awful they are in this regard. But it's just, it's still happening. It's still going on. They're still trying to screw people over and get out from under the, you know, the hammer of justice. They're just awful people. Mm. Well, they're still prioritizing money over children. Yeah. I love how cleaning up their act... And paying restitution just never occurs to them. You know, like, <laughs> wow, we got rid of these people. We're going to pay you off. And I swear to you, we're going to do better. We're going to vet these people more. Nope. It's nope. No, no. Statue of limitations. That needs to be lowered. Lower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the amount of money. No, that's got to be lowered. Uh, you doing any work on those pedophiles? No. What are you talking about? We're busy. Got to protect the money. Yeah. <laughs> just never occurs to them to do the right thing. Mm-mm. The thing that the leader that they follow would want them to do if he existed. Take yeah. care of the children. Don't take care of the money. <laughs> He's kind of got a thing about money. <laughs> and there's another one going on in uh, North Dakota. Senate bill, state Senate bill was uh, is, is being reviewed uh, to remove clergy members from the list of people who are exempt from reporting child abuse. What? Wait, so right now, I if some, I didn't know, repeat that. If somebody goes into a confession booth right now and says that they they molested a child, the priest does not have to do anything with that information. So they're trying to pass a bill 
that would remove the clergy from that exemption so that they would be required by law mm. to uh, to report it. But, hey, guess who's trying to fight oh, that? Oh, hey, that sounds great. Uh, the the church. local yeah. church leaders. Yes. Now, part of the argument is, how are you going to enforce this? And that's a good point, because if the priest doesn't do anything, you're not going to know until somebody else reports it and it all, you know, gets revealed eventually. But... Wait, 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 wait. I'm confused. Previously to this, if I if someone goes into a confession booth and says, I molested a child, a priest doesn't have to say a word. They don't have Correct. to do anything. They are not mandatory okay. and reporters. They're trying to, okay, and they're trying to get them out of that saying, no, if you do hear this, you have to... Correct. Report this. They're trying to pass a law that says you, you you can feel free to say whatever you want. As a matter of fact, you have to say something. Mm. Right. And the church and is like, they no. Are saying, <laughs> yeah, let's go back to, to covering it up. Right. That's our that's where that's our strength. And that's what that's how the Catholic Earth. Church has been getting away with this for so long, is that a, so a priest goes in, gives confession, is is told, you know, here's what you have to do to get good with God again, and he goes and does his Hail Marys, and that's it. Like if it and then if it happens again and again, maybe they'll move them to another church, another community, so that you know they don't have to do anything about it. I mean, that's how this is propagated for years. Right. They might send him for a little therapy, and he'll say, "Oh, yeah, totally. I get it now. I, I was wrong. I won't do it again. Promise." And they're like, "All right. Here, here's some more children." They need a good PR person. Mm -hmm. What is the matter with them? Be this is so simple to make yourself look better. Go. Yeah, we don't have a problem with that. The problem is, is that they, when you are talking to a clergy person and you are telling your sins, you're not telling them to the clergy person, you're telling them to, to God. He's just the vessel of speaking to God. Well, he still hears it, doesn't he? Yes. But Even though if he's the vessel. <laughs> it interferes with um, their sacred speaking with God. It, it, it is putting the, the um, politics into the church. I completely the government into the church. if you change the word sacred to made up. Sure. Because it's their made-up rule. It's their rule yeah. so that you have to go in and tell the church everything you've done so that the church can keep tabs on everybody and know who's doing what and make sure that they're still in control. That's where the whole confession thing comes from. It's not – Sure. I mean, I grew, up, I grew up in a Christian home that believed that you could talk directly to God. So we – weren't Catholic. We didn't have to go to confession. You confessed to God at night before you go to sleep. You know, you mm. you have your own personal relationship. This is a Catholic church thing of we need to keep control of our parishioners and have the blackmail material to make sure people do what we want them to. Mm. And something Scientology picked up as well. They just don't call it confession. Right. right. They call it auditing. Exactly true. It's yep. the same basic idea. And it works. But again, I just feel like a good PR person would be like, just stop covering this shit up and just clean house. But that, or is it that they'll just have nobody working in the clergy because they're all pedophiles? Right. And, then, <laughs> and they'll lose – they're like, look, nobody nobody but pedophiles is going to seminary school. But if they, if, <laughs> if, they, if they let this through, though, they have to admit that it's not a covenant with God when you're in the little booth. So it's admitting that there is a flaw in their religion and that's not acceptable. Yeah, but how many people actually like know that and would and would I mean like listen, this guy ripped them off for the the previous story for however much money and they still want to defend him. So why doesn't somebody go, "Well, we got a call from God and God said when it comes to children, we you know, we can report that. It doesn't it doesn't mess anything up." Mm. And everyone would go, "Okay, well you heard it from God. I guess it must be true." <laughs> like just, I just feel like there's simpler ways around this where someone could if they start reporting child abuse and everything they go, 
well, that's it. I don't believe in God anymore because this priest <laughs> reported a child abuse. It's so dumb. It's got to be the other theory that only pedophiles are going to seminary school. <laughs> I get, I get how you say that. That seems more likely, especially given the evidence, yeah. the number of pedophiles in in the Catholic Church. Um, I think it also just has to do with control. The idea that if we say that we're going to have to report things, then we just know that people will not be confessing all their sins. So I guess if you're a true Catholic believer, you think that you can't save the person's soul if they don't confess, and if they know that you have to tell somebody other than God, then they won't confess to you, and their soul will be in danger of damnation. It comes down to the question of how many um, church leaders are true, absolute believers, or do they have a cynical side to them and don't actually believe? (laughs) I don't know. Well, I mean, it also blows my mind that if you are out there uh, molesting children, why don't you confess it? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, like you really think confessing it to a priest, like you're you're rock solid on that? Mm. Like you would you would roll those dice? Yeah, I have no idea. I have, yeah, I I, I certainly just, can't just, put myself in that mindset. Yeah, like I, yeah. I'm just very curious about how many actually come out and been like, well, I, you know, he can't say anything, so I'll just tell him. Yeah, and what about the yeah the, the priest that wants to report it and and can't because the rules of the church say he can't? Hey, you know what? If you're a priest and you're afraid of that, make an anonymous tip. All right, yeah. For God's sakes, <laughs> do they have to report murder? I don't know. My understanding is from the church. No, they do not. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, that's some religion. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to report anything. They're there to. That's not their. That's not their job, according to. Uh, does God- However, they're, they're there to counsel people just like teachers. They're there to, you know, do all these other supervisory role kind of positions. And all of those positions are mandatory reporters, just not priests in some places. So, mm. and, and God forgives child molesters. He, there's, there's a prayer you can make to get you off the hook on that. Apparently. I thought that there's only one unforgivable sin. Suicide? One of two. Yeah. No. Well- Suicide Two, then. is only unforgivable because you cannot ask for forgiveness afterwards. Right. The, uh, uh, I forget what verse it is because I'm really not good with verses, but there's some verse that says <laughs> the only unforgivable sin is denying the Holy Spirit. Mm. So fuck the Holy Spirit and we can just move on. <laughs> so according to this Bronze Age religion, <laughs> you can molest children for 10 years, go to a priest, get absolved. Mm-hmm. Walk out of the church and go do it for another 10 and then come back again? Well, remember, when this ridiculous book was written, molesting children wasn't necessarily a bad thing. It wasn't right. a crime. It wasn't, right? I mean... Well, to, to, to you know, take the children component out of it, you can murder people on a regular basis. What about rape? He's cool with rape, too? Like, you just go rape him? Oh, that... Just knock yourself... Yeah, you, you give up your daughters as for that. As long as you apologize, all of it. Yeah. You're rock solid. Yes. And the people in the religion, they're cool with this. <laughs> God has. They're more of a pick and choose kind of crowd. <laughs> it's like in Borat when he's like, this is Schmedley, the, the town rapist. <laughs> you know, everyone's just like, yeah, that's Bobby. He's, he's raping all the time, but he keeps absolving himself. So what can we do? <laughs> Don't turn he your back saying, on him. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking morons. <laughs> There's <laughs> another way that religion is, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Based in the Bronze Age when we didn't really understand anything. So, yeah. Mm. 
Hell, we still don't understand anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, we understand more. We're, yes. We're getting better. But I just felt there was a few universal truths we all agreed on. <laughs> like at least in this country. Yeah, evidently not. <laughs> All right, that's the last article I have. Does anybody have anything else? We kind of went all over the place, but, um, you know, I just, I, with the inauguration, I just don't know what's going to be going on tomorrow, and I'm kind of, like, in this little anxious bubble waiting to see uh, what's going to happen. So I'm going to get up early for it. It's not till noon. Yeah, but if there's who knows what kind of shit's going to go on. Noon is early. <laughs> well, yeah, one, that is early for me, and two, <laughs> two who knows what's going to go on prior to that. Well, if you really want to see the, the, you know, the shenanigans, I don't know where you're going to find it, but 8 a.m. is when Trump is getting his send off. Ah, I'll wait for the video on that one. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'm not dedicating any more time to yeah, that guy. Exactly. No. Um, but, uh, you know, they've they've secured the, uh, the a lot of security in place in D.C. Pennsylvania has shut down the uh, the state Congress. Uh, so is Michigan. They're, they're taking a lot of precautions. So. I don't know. Is anything going to happen? Are they going to be organized to do anything else? I can't say no. I feel like they're spread themselves yeah. thin, though, with doing state capitals mm. and the inauguration. Come on, guys. Focus up here. I, I guess I just feel like up until the situation with the Capitol building, and again, now which coming up with the inauguration, I really feel like I never thought we needed to take the term battleground states, literally. <laughs> like I thought it was just a voting parlance, but nope. Nope, now now all those states are like, yeah, maybe the killing could happen. Yeah. yeah, well, I hope Fetterman is sitting on our state capitol in a rocking chair with a shotgun over his shoulder. <laughs> Just <laughs> waiting for some fool to step up. <laughs> so how many of the, the crazies do you think um, are betting on the, um, the, the guard to actually, you know, turn around and shoot Biden and take over? <laughs> Probably. I don't know anymore. <laughs> they they killed a cop, man, and I'm telling you, that shit don't fly with them. Sure. They're throwing chairs. I mean, like, I don't know. That blue, that thin blue line, man. Or, I'm sorry, no, that's when cops protect cops. I'm protecting, yeah. back the blue. Yeah. Back the blue, that's what I'm thinking. Back the blue. Yeah. Man, that's, I don't know. I, I think there's a, probably a significant number of them out there that still believe that you know, the military's on their side. Now the military's behind the fences and in range. I think there's probably a whole – they're freaking out of their minds, but I think there's a bunch of them that are banking on that at this point. That's why they're out there going, no, you wait and see. Biden, you know, we'll have Trump. You know, I bet you we're not going to see a, a lot tomorrow now that I think no. about it. Like, I, I feel well, most of these, some of these people get arrested for what they did and be like, do I need yeah. Do I need this? Can we just, just, can we just take a fucking year off just for legs? <laughs> I think there will be skirmishes in places. I don't think it's going to be anything major. Yeah. I mean, people, they're going to put King Kong versus Godzilla – for free on HBO Max. <laughs> yeah, that's In March. awesome. Just enjoy that. <laughs> sure. I do Go find it incredibly amusing how so even as negative as we were toward Trump when he was elected, right? I mm. don't think we envisioned things the way they mm. are. Karen <laughs> showed Karen showed me an image, just some text. That 2016, you had Republicans saying, you know, maybe Trump won't be so bad. He has business experience. Let's give him a try. Give him a chance to lead. And then in 2021, we have 
The green zone around the capital remains secure behind an unscalable wall in hopes of preventing another bloody coup attempt. Almost half a million Americans are dead from the global pandemic tearing through the country. The incoming president plans on closing the concentration camps at the border. You know what would be I mean, really fun? Yeah. Is if someone went back and listened to our episode right after Trump went into office mm. or when he got elected. Because I don't remember when we all started speculating and looking at the cabinet and everything like that. And just pull some, quote, yeah, pull some quotes out about what we thought. I mean, I know for a fact that I said he was going to step down in his first year and a half. And he never did. <laughs> so I know that <laughs> prediction is way off. <laughs> but he did kind of. I mean, in my opinion, he's he stepped down like two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, he stepped down on yeah. uh, November seventh. <laughs> oh, but I, don't I imagine think right, but yeah, I would be interested to see what we thought in the beginning. Mm. I do remember very early on that that I believe Jared can be quoted as saying, "Well, at least Jared and Ivanka will be there to level him out." <laughs> no, I believe I said, "Can you believe our our lives are in Ivanka's hands?" And then <laughs> that was before Ivanka <laughs> just was. Complicit and silent on everything. Yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, we had no idea. Mm. You had to have some optimism. Yeah, I had no idea the depths that his family would go to. I really didn't know, because I didn't really know them that well. well no, they're just they're sure, plastic sure. people, yeah. so, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. now they're all worried about what they're going to do, but then I hear people saying, hey, Ivanka, she may run for a Senate seat or something one day. No. She, 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 Probably. Plastic. No, not going to happen. <laughs> Well, we'll see. We don't know what the where the Republican Party is going to stand, so I wouldn't say it's not going to happen. I would say yeah, that the, her running, I think, is is oh, sure. probably up there quite a, quite a bit. It's very possible. I mean, what businesses? What are they going to do afterwards? I mean, it's not like they're going to want for anything. They have they could never have to do anything again and live comfortably. Most of them probably, but we, as we know, we're rich people. That's not good enough. Oh, there's never enough money. Yeah. Yeah. And Ivanka has all those uh, things in China. All those all the uh, patents. Yeah. All the patents. So she'll probably be fine. But not patents. Trademarks, not patents. Trademark, but, yeah. yeah. But she, but they always want something. Kushner's going to want something. Like, who's going to hire them? Who's going to, like, do any not, business with them? Well, nobody's going to hire them. They're not hireable people. But they'll have startups and businesses and stand up hotels. and. Yeah. But, I mean, again, a lot of this goes on what happens with Trump. Period. Yeah. When he gets when he gets out, because again, I don't think anything's going to happen. I think he's going to be golfing his ass off and shooting his mouth off and bilking people for money somehow, and he'll never pay for anything he did. Um, well, we'll see. I expect several th several lawsuits to be filed come the twenty first. And remember, he still has a big debt coming up to Russia. So, well, how much do you think he made on these pardons? Quite a bit. That'll take oh, a big chunk. Yeah, out we of didn't it. talk yeah. about that. Yeah. Probably quite a bit of money on That's these pardons. I mean, for the people who didn't, you know, offer him some other kind of service, mm. like obviously during the election when when little Wayne was <laughs> willing to come out and shill for Donald Trump, and now Donald Trump has written a pardon for little Wayne, you know, you can clearly draw that line, you know, A to B. But these other guys, these mega fraudsters that are all of a sudden getting pardons, and you're like, mm, is this because all fraudsters stick together or... Are they all like just legitimately shelling out bucks for these pardons? And where does this money go? Is it do, do they donate it to that Patriot Fund or wherever the fuck the thing is? Make America? Yeah, any any sort of donate, any sort of fake shell, whatever it is that can go directly into his pocket through any of his companies. Well, I tell you I, again, I don't think anything's gonna happen, but secretly I hope that there is someone just just keeping track of all this shit and ready to go because. 
I would love a cartoon setup of Trump waving and getting on the plane to go back to Mar-a-Lago, and then immediately another door opens and he walks down and handcuffs in the next, you know? Yeah, um, like like Jeff just said, the Attorney General of New York is is filing, well, he's going to be filing Thursday, so. Mm. But Ian has done too much damage to me, and I feel that <laughs> no rich or powerful person will ever pay any price for what they have done. Mm. Oh, he's not doing jail time, please. I mean, what's going to happen with that money that the, from the IRS that they I, accidentally that they accidentally gave them? <laughs> yeah, that was less than a hundred million dollars. So pff, whatever. I'm not convinced that motherfucker's got that much money. <laughs> oh, probably not. Not on hand. No. I mean, he'll have to sell some buildings. I'm liquid right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going long. Uh, I think that's going to probably be it, unless somebody has something. So if Joel Ossoff okay. rapes a child. <laughs> <laughs> Next just week. kidding just kidding <laughs> yeah we didn't really cover the pardons we didn't cover the part that he cut off all the money to giuliani um mm-hmm. and which is part of the the pardon story because giuliani was out there grifting for, for pardons with for him so i maybe we'll hit it next It'll, week yeah i'm sure this isn't the last time we talked about trump no probably not yeah, I don't think he's going to fall off the face of the earth. I mean, we can hope. No, but, but this will be the last time we talk about President Trump, and that's what's important. That is. You know, I feel in four years, that might have been the first time anybody called him President Trump on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I do like on the Colbert show that uh, he doesn't refer to him by name anymore. It's just T, asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. <laughs> Never calls him by name anymore. All right, on that note. I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast uh, and for you who can join us tonight. Really do appreciate it. If you enjoy the podcast, uh, you can support it by sharing the podcast on social media or leave a review on iTunes or wherever you happen to listen. Uh, again, you can join our Patreon page and uh, listen to us live and comment as we record. Uh, if you can't do that, you can still post something on our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. And I uh, would like to suggest you check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. It's a podcasting network, soon-to-be-namednetwork.com, for all of the current and archived shows. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you, good night, and may your God go with you. 